Welcome back to another episode of Her Daily Drive, a podcast series designed to inspire women to find their daily drive in Jesus. Hear a range of testimonies and conversations with women of all ages about their journey, the struggles and the triumphs. I'm your host, Sarah, and I hope today's episode encourages you. Let's get started. Today we're speaking with Sue Ellen. She's a high-achieving, successful woman in the areas of business, executive management, and strategic thinking. So Sue Ellen, a big welcome to HDD. Thank you. To help us get to know you a little better, what are three go-to essentials that you have been loving lately? I love Mimco earrings. The thing I love about earrings is it doesn't matter what size you are, they are going to fit. <laughs> so you can buy online and that's good. We're moving house at the moment, so my go-to is their bond cleaners. Like, they are the bomb diggity bomb because when he came and did the quotes I said you know what do we have to do to prepare for you and he said nothing just walk out and actually said to him can I hug you like I know I'm paying you but can I hug you because that's the best so we haven't cleaned for like two weeks (laughs) finding a great Netflix kind of binge session that you just go yeah I'm chilling out doing a bit of work and just series and I just get a little bit offended when Netflix asks me if I'm still watching like cool I'm still watching. <laughs> like, yes. So, Alan, can you tell us a little bit about your journey so far? My family was always a church-going family, but we found Christ in a deeper way when I was about eight. And so always have had a beautiful family around me. Met my husband when I was 13 and we started dating back then so that's pretty early but that's a whole different story so we've been married 25 years this year and so you know we've we've done journey in in church life all that time and done pastoring and leadership in churches worked out inside in like the general marketplace and had careers and you know been to uni done all that and high-level management jobs, being at home with the kids, and life's been actually pretty good. We've always, as a couple, chosen, I guess, godly principles in our marriage and in our family. But having said all that, I had a bit of a journey last year where I got diagnosed with breast cancer stage 2a and so yeah most of last year was that was a pretty big focus I still worked and did a lot of other stuff but you know obviously health was a big thing and I'm out the other side I still do a little bit of treatment but yeah God's good I'm still here So what topic are you going to talk to us today about and share with us? I thought I'd talk about the storms of life, just following on from that thought of, I guess, what we call storms, whether it be sickness or financial stress or relationship stress or breakdown, whatever it is, that we go, you know, why is this happening to me? And, you know, is there gross sin in my life? Or, you know, what what have I done wrong? Or, you know, it's, it's this is a punishment. But I probably want to flip that a little bit and go, from my experience in life, is that it's not punishment, just the storms of life come. And there's scriptures that Jesus talks about when the storms come, not if they come, or if you do this and this, you can avoid the storms. You can't avoid storms that actually will come. And he talks about building your house on the rock so you're mm. solid or having that anchor point because you need to be stabilized. So, yeah, I just wanted to talk about storms. Why do you think it's important in today's society to actually talk about being prepared for a storm? I think sometimes in Christian circles, we get a little bit to if you do these step by step, Christianity becomes a little formula that. 
if I do this, the good things are going to happen. You know, for sure, we want to put godly principles in, but sometimes it just doesn't work out Mm. the way we expect it to. And there's that thought that God's ways are higher than our own. So we've got to be more resilient. And I think there's a sense of resilience that comes that goes, I'm not looking for storms, but I'm determined to know how I'm going to respond in a storm. And so I think it's probably just as relevant today. If I call sometimes that prosperity theology of everything's, you know, everything's on the up and up, everything's going to get better, doesn't always help us when Mm. we're fighting something. So Mm. I think that's why it's relevant. So Ellen, what experience have you had with facing a storm in your life? Well, with my cancer journey last year, that was a pretty big storm because the reality is, you know, if I didn't get on top of it, it takes you out over time, who knows how long. And, you know, so grateful for Australian medical profession is fantastic. But it was a storm for the whole family as well because they had to journey with me because I'm a very busy person. I like to do a lot. And all of a sudden I was working, but that was pretty much it. So it was a storm that we had to bunker in together, I guess, as a family and that close network, etc. That journey and that experience, like often I'd come home and I couldn't read my Bible heaps. I couldn't I I didn't read a book all of last year and I'm a reader, leaders are readers, but I just couldn't. You know, what do you do in that storm where you just feel like you're down to absolute survival mode? Mm. And there's one thing that held true for us is that right throughout our marriage is that we always know that no matter what, we're not going to let Christ go in our life. Mm. We're not going to let church go. Now, I couldn't go as much to church as I normally would. I couldn't participate in a worship service like I normally would. There's a part of me that really grieved that, but there's another part of doesn't take away the fact that my God's still my God and I have that connection. And no matter what, I'm leaning in towards him rather than out from him because I'd seen so many other people go through storms and that's when they ran from God or ran from their church family network or their faith community and that's the time you've got to lean in that like that's where the church and its people which you know that is the church that's when it comes into its own so just making sure that I had that determination no matter what no matter if the bad news kept coming or the results or the chemo didn't work no matter what I was still going to be grateful to God for everything that I had and that posture of gratitude mixed with he's my anchor he's my rock what is God's perspective on us making sure that we're ready for the storm that's where he's given us parables about preparation. There's some scriptures throughout that talk about his ways are higher than our own because often our human nature wants to work out why. Mm. Why did this happen to me? Or, you know, is this going to become my ministry? I'm going to be healed from cancer and then I'm going to go around and preach to everyone about getting healed from cancer. And I don't actually think it's that complex. Mm. I think he's just saying he's always there with you. Uh, there's Romans 8.35 says, Who shall separate us from the love of Christ shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword. And I think he's going, I'm there. You just need to reach out to me. You just stay connected to me. And there's also that sense he prepares us by saying eternity's the goal to live as Christ. So if we live, woohoo, we've won. But to die is gain because we go into eternity in heaven. So tell me, where's the lose in all of that? 
during this time that you went through this storm, what did you go to to inspire you and encourage you and get you through? I actually went, knowing my worship style was actually worship, is I used music. One day I posted on Instagram the story about I was in the chemo chair, had my earphones on. At that point, it wasn't actually a worship song, but it was music. And I was singing to Adele. I forgot I was in a public forum and I was actually singing aloud and I opened my eyes and my husband's there looking at me big kind of bug-eyed and so was the chemo nurse and I'm like oh sorry <laughs> inside voice <laughs> because again because I couldn't read a lot or I didn't have a lot of energy knowing what my worship style was like my fast route to connect to God when I needed connection and that for me was worship music so I know that some of your other speakers have talked a lot about worship styles can't encourage people enough to actually know what that is so when they hit a storm they can use that as their you know grounding okay I can get connected with God these other areas may not be working well or I might feel dry but if I go to this spot I know I'll kind of you know lubricate the wheel a bit so we feel like God and I are in sync in our relationship so that yeah definitely worship music was fantastic for me and really I think the lyrics of a worship song someone else's journey of their interpretation of scripture and this Christian life and they're putting it in a way from their personal experience so it's actually there's a deep connection there that you're not the only one that goes through things. So Alan, before we finish today, do you have any final words of encouragement for our listeners? Whether you're in a storm now or you know someone that is going through a storm, the important thing is to be there for each other in a faith community and also predetermine that when storms come, I'm going to lean towards Christ, lean towards God and the Holy Spirit to get me through rather than away and absolutely know your worship style. So Alan, thank you so much for chatting to us today on the podcast. It's great to be encouraged and inspired to do exactly what you've just told us, those three steps. I love it. So thank you so much. Thank you. It's been great. You summed it up so much better than me, so I'm like, let's do those three steps. <laughs> Until next time, I hope you have a wonderful week. Bye.